What's up, Bulls fans? Welcome back to the Whole Lot of Bull Podcast. I'm Troy. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Troy, and you can follow the show at Whole Lot of Bull. Uh, so on today's episode, guys, we've got some news to get through to. Um, I'll probably start with the the lower end and go up to the top with this. The way I see it, anyway. Uh, so Chicago related, but not Chicago related. Um, our summer league superstar uh, Javon Freeman Liberty. Um, as most of us were probably hoping that he would get some sort of contract uh, with Chicago Bulls, whether that be, you know, the vet minimum and a roster spot um, deal with with the main team or a two-way deal with the Chicago Bulls, uh, with, sorry, with the Chicago Bulls, with the Windy City Bulls, uh, potentially taking, no, because he, there's only three, roster, th- uh, three two-way roster spots so like if he ended up on the on the end of the the Bulls roster, uh, taking Carly Jones's spot, which I think more, some of us might actually prefer to see Carly. We would have preferred uh, JFL over Carly. Um, but in, he gets his he gets his NBA contract, but not with uh, Chicago. He gets a, a two way deal with the Toronto Raptors uh, with the nine oh five. Um, now obviously. He absolutely killed it in the in the summer league with Chicago. So he's absolutely earned this NBA deal with uh, Toronto. Uh, so yeah, hope everything goes well for for JFL. You know, it would have been nice to see him stay in Chicago, but nonetheless, you know, he's he's now living his dream. He's he's got his uh, NBA deal, and we'll see what comes of it for that for him. Uh, so I wish him nothing but the best, and um, yeah, we'll, we'll guess we'll see him when the Windy City play the nine oh five. Um, and one of the the worst kept secrets, or possibly one of the worst kept secrets, uh, in terms of two way signings, the we heard a month we heard a month ago there was rumblings that the Bulls had already signed signed him to a two way deal, but now it is completely official. Uh, the Chicago Bulls have signed Turkish star on a route bitum to a two-way deal. Uh, it comes over to us from the Turkish leagues. Uh, I do have his stats pulled up here. Um, so looking at last season's stats where he was playing for, uh, let's see if I can pronounce this right, Bursaspor, Bursaspor, something like that. Um Played 30 games with him in the Turkish League. Uh, in 30 minutes a game, he was... Well, you're losing my stats here now. Uh, averaging 18.4 points a game on uh, 48% shooting from the field and 37% from three. Actually, no, sorry. He was shooting 47% and 40% from three. I was looking at his career numbers here on basketball reference, not his... Last season numbers, so apologies for that. Um, but surprisingly, for a guy who can shoot the way he can from three, he was only shooting sixty, just under shade under sixty nine percent from the free throw line. Uh, also grabbing just under five rebounds a game and three and a half assists, and just over a steal a game. Uh, turnovers do look a bit high considering. His assist numbers, so uh, three turnovers a game, but probably that's probably due to a lot of high usage rate um, last season for him. Um, you know, this is a guy that we've all seen the photos on Twitter. You know, he had 
his uh, face cut and blood pouring down, pouring down his face. So I haven't actually seen the incident. So whether that's come off of a bit of biffo with another player or you know an accident or elbow, I'm not really sure. Um, but seen have seen a couple of highlights of him. Like he can absolutely shoot the ball. Uh, it looks like a bit of a sniper to be honest. Especially on his release, he's that release is full of full of confidence. Um, and he's got some athleticism to him. He does like to get out the break, and he uh, looks like he does what that reverse slam a fair bit. Um, so yeah, now it's good. Now that this uh, this not so secret deal is finally official, uh, it's great to see him that we've. We've made this deal official, and we'll see what happens when he uh, starts up with the Windy City. Um, obviously, during preseason, I hope hopefully we'll get to see him play some minutes for uh, for Chicago, and we'll see what he's got and see what he can bring to the Turkish. Uh, sorry, to the Turkish league, uh, to the Windy City Bulls. Uh, if you don't know already, uh, CEO Hayes at Chicago Bulls Central and Locked On Bulls. He's or on his uh, Chicago Bulls Central. Uh, pod he's going to be doing some weekly updates about the windy city ball so keep an eye out for that and we'll get updates on what's happening with the team in general and hey hayes keep us updated with uh exactly with what's going on with uh owner up hopefully i'm pronouncing that name correctly but you know i'm sure we'll learn it as time goes on um, and then the big story is that the balls have re-signed ayodasumu the chicago boy to a three-year, $21 million deal. Uh, obviously, this deal has taken a while. There's some speculation of what's gone. Was he even going to return to the Bulls? Uh, there was rumors going around that uh, he was potentially being looked at by the Toronto Raptors. But, you know, he has now officially re-signed with Chicago. And there's going to be a lot of speculation about what exactly is going to be his role with, with the Bulls. Um... I personally see him as Javon Carter's backup. I see Kobe White playing more as the backup to Zach Levine. Um, but, you know, you have people like Casey Johnson who say he's the fifth guard, you know, behind obviously Carter and Levine, Kobe White and Alex Caruso. I don't see Alex Caruso personally in that guard rotation. I see him in that the forwards rotation with uh, Tory Craig and uh, DeMar and he will, uh, but we'll see what goes on with that. But yeah, I, you know, I is going to does bring some great defensive capabilities if if he can get back to what he was in his rookie season, and hopefully his shooting comes back up closer to where he was in his rookie year, which you know the three point shooting he was shooting at you know just over thirty seven and a half percent last season it dropped down to thirty one. And, you know, a lot of his numbers still look, you know, even though a lot of his numbers do look the same, like his rookie season, he averaged 8.8 points per game. Last season, it was 8.6. So basically the same. Uh, his assist numbers went from 3.3 to 2.6. So, you know, and total rebounds were exactly the same at 2.8. Uh, his free throw percentage did go up, but even though the, the, um, the attempt was still only one free throw attempt a game. He's obviously not someone who gets the line. Yeah, effective field goal percentage came down from fifty eight and a half to fifty four and a half. Probably that a lot of that 
does come from his um struggles with the three point shooting. Now his contract, we starts off at six and a half million dollars a year, goes up to seven million in his second year, and then seven and a half in his third season. The qualifying offer, I believe, was five point two million. Now that qualifying offer did come up from somewhere in the two million dollar range, due to the fact that he did start so many games um, last season. He did start fifty one out of eighty games played. And he did start 40 games out of 77 games played in his rookie season. So the fact that he did get so many starts last last year is what is the reason why his qualifying offer was bumped up. And then he still makes even more, like he makes an extra $2 million. Or so on, on average, he makes a roughly an extra $2 million a year over his qualifying offer. So kudos to Io. Uh, happy to have him back. And let's see, let's see if he can um, get back to closer to what he was in his rookie season in terms of his overall effectiveness because as much as the numbers still look relatively the same, Io did have a bit of a regression in his in his game last season. But because, you know, and that's based on the eye test, you know, the, the, the numbers can lie. Like the numbers don't always tell the full story. I mean, like we, we see that when a whole bunch of players, oh, this player averaged x amount of whatever and did the same thing but it's it's a clear difference when you actually watch the games things are totally different um so really happy to have io back and we'll see what happens next season with him uh so last thing for today guys i want to throw something out to you guys for a bit of interaction purposes um which you can hit me up on on twitter at whole lot of ball um, I want to get your guys' all-time Chicago Bulls rotation. Um, and by that, I mean probably give me a team, a starting five and a, and a bench unit of four players that you would have a, ro- a rotation to win win games. Not This is not about who are the best players of all time in, in Bulls history or who are your favorites. This is give me... A nine-man rotation, starting five and four bench players t- to win a championship. Players who fit in a role. You know, obviously you're going to have these superstars and stuff. But here's the here's the caveat I'm going to put in, or the rules who I'm going to put in. You have need to have actually seen them play at the time that they played. So if you're one of the younger generation Bulls fans and you did not see Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen play, you cannot have them in your in your rotation in your in your team of this nine this nine man team. For example, for myself, my like the rules I always set for myself, I did not see anything of the Bulls up until 1996. So I cannot say I want Horace Grant in my team or Artis Gilmore or Norman Lear. Uh, but also for example, I didn't Unfortunately, didn't get to see any Bulls basketball between 98 and, say, 2010. So I can't have Ben Gordon. I can't have Elton Brand, Tyson Chandler, like those guys. I can't have them because I never actually got, I never actually saw them play at the time that they play for the Bulls. Now, this has to be not who, if they went on to have a better career elsewhere, 
like say for example Larry Marketing. You cannot use the Larry Marketing All Star season in Utah the last year as your bull. It has to be Larry Marketing the bull. Um, Derek Rose the bull, which you know most of us are going to have the MVP. Um, you know you can use Lowell Dang, but if if a Bulls player has gone off to have a better career elsewhere, you can't use that. Like Max Max Struess, for example. We've seen what he's done with Miami. We know that he was with the with Chicago, mostly on the two-way. If you want to use Max Struess, it has to be the two-way Max Struess. It can't be Miami Heat Max Struess. So those, those are the rules I'm going to set for you. So, um, hit me up on Twitter, at Whole Lot of Ball, and uh, tell me what you come... Give me your, your nine-man rotations to win a championship. So not again, not your, not your favorite players, not the best Bulls players of all time, a nine-man rotation to win a championship, and you had to have seen them play for the Chicago Bulls at the time that they played for the Chicago Bulls. Those are the rules. All right, so yeah, hit me up. Let me know what, uh, what you guys, what your rotations are, and I'll come back to you with mine as well. Uh, so that'll do it for this episode of the Whole Lot of Book Podcast. Uh, so. Th- Thanks for tuning in. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe, uh, share it, you know, spread the word, share it with your mates. And um, yeah, if you subscribe so you don't listen anymore, don't miss any more episodes. Um, so again, if you wish, you can follow me on Twitter at balls underscore Troy, and you can follow the podcast show at Whole Lot of Ball. So until next time, Bulls fans, see red, go Bulls. <laughs>